0: Going to VAR. They're checking. Hey,
1: Connie.
2: Check complete.
0: Let's head over to the bar.
1: The bar. Yes, 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 yes. And we're back again with another episode of the VAR Bar. I'm your host with the absolute most, Andrew, aka Rapping Drew. And I'm joined today by Mace, YZ, Strizza. Shambaz, and obviously Killer Ken's. How are we doing, guys? What's good? Yeah, yeah. Good,
0: man. Good evening, everyone.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's been been an interesting weekend of football. Week, actually, of football results. Football news as well, actually. Let's start with the news. Um, And let's start with the Norwich manager, Daniel Fark. Um, Obviously, he's been at Norwich for a hot minute, I think. Since, I think, 2017 or something. Steady the ship for them. I think... When he joined, they were looking at relegation. And then, obviously, promotion, relegated again, promotion, relegated. Now, obviously, done a promotion thing again. Um, prior to yesterday's win v Brentford, Norwich only had two points from 10 games. So, I'm guessing the, the 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 sacking was already in the air. But, Jake, I mean, you know, like I said, was this sacking already in the air? Was it coming from Norwich?
3: Oh, 100%. You can't sack a guy off a win, especially your first win, without preempting it.
1: That's what I'm so, saying. What did you make of that? Because obviously, they got their win, their first win of the season. And then
3: a couple I, of hours I, later. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. Like, at the end of the day, the way Norwich are, you have to win as many games as possible, right? Like, every game's going to be a scrap for them. If you know or if you believe that Daniel Fark's not going to get that for you, make the change earlier rather than later. I think they've already given him more games than he probably deserved. Yeah. Especially the way he was play like the football they were playing. So without a doubt, like the thing I will be interested to see because I'm of the opinion you should never change a manager unless you've got one lined up. Like a lot of director of footballs that aren't in employment anymore, like someone like Camoli from Liverpool and Spurs, he used he always said that he always had a short list of five managers mm. that he would want in. So I think Stuart Weber, the director for Norwich has got a job in his hands but he has to act quickly because he's got two weeks now with an international break to really train this team up and see if they can survive because they need to change their form quickly.
1: To be honest not most of them I think or none of them are internationals in it so whoever's coming in can actually you know work work on tactics and a lot of things in these two weeks to be honest.
3: Exactly and it's also a mood thing isn't it like we always talk about the new manager bounce but I think I'm just guessing the mood under Farker, like he's been there for so long, almost like an institution there. But Mm. now you get a new voice in the room. You get those little changes. I think players are now going to have that attitude of they need to prove themselves. Players like Billy Gilmore, for example, like he will want to see himself actually get some game time now. So it's definitely going to be interesting. Norwich will hopefully not be as massive runovers as they have been.
1: Yeah, I'm very interested to see who's going to take over there, man. But um, obviously this morning, Kenna, uh, we heard that um, Villa manager Dean Smith also got the sack after five games that resulted in all losses. But somehow this sacking seems to be more of a shock to people. Um, Where where has it gone wrong for Villa this season, do you think?
4: It's crazy. I was so surprised when when it got announced. I heard they did lose five in a row, but it was one of those things of where you think Dean Smith will, will turn it around eventually. But... He spent a lot of money, man, not even just this summer, last summer. So expectations from, from the board, I assume, is a, at least a top-half top, top half finish. So it's, it's a brave call, but in the end, y- you can't blame him for it.
1: Yeah, I don't blame them. They're currently 16th. Like I said, the worst form in the Premier League, even worse than Norwich. Um, yeah, it's not looking good, man. So I think, you know, like, like, um, like Jake said, international break, they had to take action. It seems like a lot of teams, you know, with with clubs that are not informed are taking action apart from, you know.
4: That, it's too that, much that. money to lose, <laughs> man. This is the <laughs> peakest part. There's, there's so much money at stake at the minute mm-hmm. of where they're like, it, it's not even a gamble, to be honest. They've got, what is it now, uh, 20 plus games, 27 games now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's... I
1: think it's I think the Villa now. one in regards to like, because like, obviously they were screaming that um Lamp's is in for the Norwich Norwich one, and we're all saying like Nah, nah, because that that might be career suicide. But I think Lamp's taking over. What do you call it, Villa? Which yeah, they big, already yeah. have a
4: good team. I'm I'm hearing Gerard as well for, for Villa. Mad. It's, why would Gerard do that one though? Oh god! It, it's it, it's, a it's a decent job. A it's not a ba- it's not a bad job though in terms of nah. the players they have there. Like they course, made some yeah. good signings, so it's yeah, not a, yeah. it's not a horrible job. But yeah, it's. It's I risky. Think it'll
2: be, I think again. Yeah, I think it'll be that kind of situation where you want to start from like the beginning of the season. I Agree. Not,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And of also, you can yeah. get your own players in. Yeah. Get, players, get them through
0: pre-season, pre-season etc. Yeah. 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 And and also, yeah. For Gerard, he's sort of had that um, that trial run with Rangers. I feel like the only the job that he would want to be getting is like the the Liverpool one or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Where like. If he comes Villa and then messes up, then chances are he won't get that Liverpool job. But
4: I- even if you ask Drew, Drew will tell you he wants Gerrard to take one more job before Liverpool. And th- there are a lot of fans, Liverpool fans anyway, who, who say the same yeah. thing. Yeah, man. Mm, mm, mm. No, the way you say one I more job, it.
2: do you mean Prem or just? Prem,
0: Prem, prem,
4: yeah, prem. sorry. Yeah, Prem,
2: cool. So like prem. a Villa.
0: But then if he flops, that's my question, That then you obviously... He's done, He's then done. we know. He's bro. done. we know
1: where but I think he's a good manager, though. So yeah. I'll be interested to see what he does there, if he goes there. Uh, Strizza, obviously, your old manager kicked it all off, um, I think, on Sunday evening, leading up to Monday morning. Um, Nuno Sanchez getting the sack and almost immediately replaced by Antonio Conte. Share your joy, man. Um, boy, <laughs> I'm
5: just, yeah, obviously, I was very happy, man, when the news broke. There were rumours about it. When we recorded last week, but getting that confirmation was sweet. Like I can't lie. Um, I think it was his time to go. I feel I felt like he he had lost the dressing room. Um, the players weren't playing for him, he was tactically inept. Um, but I just I didn't think Conte was possible. So to hear that Conte was coming was just obviously like double joy. Um it's gonna be a tough job for him, regardless of his C V, regardless of what he's achieved. But um, yeah, definitely happy with Nuno being sacked in the appointment of Conte, obviously is a mm. great appointment.
1: Mm. I'm guessing that was like most of Spurs, Spurs fans, their first choice, even though it looked like it was inconceivable after the summer. But Yeah,
5: definitely, man. I feel like, like I said, I didn't even think it was possible. So mm. the fact that it became like Paratici almost had had changed his mind and it was going to happen he would definitely be first choice without a doubt. It'd be interesting to like know exactly what was said to change his mind from the summer to now. But yeah, of course, man, I feel like Levy, he needed to pull something out of the bag and he's done it. So fair play.
0: I feel like that, that's the thing though, that Levy now, obviously he's had that two year, uh, sort of three year gap where, oh, it's like, oh, he's, he's had a new stadium, oh, he's doing this, he's doing that. Well, he's also now under pressure to deliver. And if you look at how many managers you've had, um, in the last couple of like, years It's just not It's not happening And he, he sort of needed to just Promise Conte Or whatever Give First of all Give him the money that he wants um, And then Yeah Probably he's going to rebuild man That's how yeah. That's how I feel like it went In, in the thing It's out I think, of desperation yeah, I,
5: I agree But I time think. will tell on that Because like Levy in the past Has obviously <laughs> said things And gone back on what he said um, And Conte don't ramp Like if he's not given what he's asked for or what he's been promised, let's say he'll walk straight up.
4: He'll leave in the summer, man. Yeah, he'll walk.
5: Gee, this, I wouldn't be surprised. If, I wouldn't this be surprised one's. if he don't get back in Jan. He he left in Jan. Like he don't ramp. So I feel like the pressure is very much on Levy and, and Enik to, to back him. Yeah, give him the keys and let him. I don't think it'll be a long-term appointment, but if he can come in, he's obviously he's been given an 18-month contract with the year extension possibility. Like, let him build his team. Let him do what he wants. Um, Levy needs to take a back seat. Like you say, Tobs, he's obviously let us down like for years now with the appointments he's made. It's time now to just take a back seat, chill with your bar lead in the stands, and let Paratici <coughs> and, and Conte do the business.
2: It's gonna be a difficult business for you, Lot though, because thinking thinking about the quality you have to bring into, into Spurs,
5: it's, oh, gonna, be very, it's gonna
2: be very expensive.
5: But, mate, this squad is terrible. Like, let's let's Mary. be under no it's illusions. Terrible. Yeah, so it is, it's it's poor. Like, yeah, we changed the gaffer, but the players still remain, and the players
1: are not good
0: enough. No no, no, no.
1: We, we, let's save let's save this for the Spurs segment. Yeah, yeah. Let's sorry. save this because yeah, I've got I've got questions. You get me? Um, this is a question for everyone actually. Um, because obviously this week the England squad was also announced. Um, notable absentees as per with uh, Gareth Southgate, but still the biggest of the more has been Greenwood. I mean, this is a question for everyone, to be honest. Like, what what, what do you guys think is the actual reason? Some people are saying... Um, not some people. Kenneth is saying that, obviously, there, there is no... He's vying for the number nine spot, and he's not better than those that are in the number nine currently being selected. Other people are saying he might have, you know, problems with the manager or the team. And then others are also saying... You know, he's looking to represent Jamrock. So what is it? <laughs> <laughs> what is it, man? Because I'm baffled. I'm hoping
5: it's the, it's the latter, man. <laughs> then play the boys. Mm.
4: Now, two two things from me. So, uh, Jake, um, I think we're in the same boat saying um, he's not vying for the number nine spot because in reality, he's actually not a number nine in men's football yet. He hasn't played enough games to for everyone to say yes mason greenwood is a number nine so he's fighting for but in reality one of the wide spots on the right versus saka Foden, etc and then number two my ears to the streets are telling me it's it's more of a not a personality thing but a personality thing of he's they're trying to they need to create an environment around him to feel comfortable he's kind of not a homebody but someone who likes to be around people he's used to and I don't know what happened in Iceland or in, or in other previous uh, other yeah, other previous um, squads is being called up to. I don't know if something's gone wrong or he doesn't feel comfortable, but it's it's outside of football in my opinion. It's not football based. It, it can't be. So yeah, someone needs to needs to open up what's happening. But yeah, do you think maybe do, do you
1: think maybe his team is kind of like taking a stance because like when the Iceland thing came out, obviously it was him and Foden. But it was Greenwood that was, you know, getting all the I for not
4: No, I don't think it was just Greenwood. I, I mm-hmm. thought it was 50-50, to be honest. And mm-hmm. Foden made it back in. He got called up. Exactly. And, but yeah. why didn't Greenwood? Kenna, that's the question. That now but at that Andy point, he, I think I think he went to, in, on a run of where he was stinking after that. And we can all agree. Yeah, 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 I yeah, think yeah. at okay, that point, enough. his fair form... Enough. Absolutely disappeared off the hill, but now there's no excuses. Now it's not about football, clearly, because he's actually been in good form, he's been playing. I think Southgate came out this week and he goes, uh, he needs to get his head down or something and start playing more. Like, bro, are you actually okay? But so you, you know what?
5: So, so on you on go- that, yeah? I was just gonna say on that, like, I'm pretty sure initially Solskjaer made a request with um to Southgate asking him to basically not. Pick green, no, apparently,
0: that's his dad that's doing that. Like, that's yeah, he's his, his, his dad's dad. yeah. man, like, yeah. managing his minutes basically. Yeah, Can, are you or,
2: saying, uh, you're saying um, he's not trusted in what way, just in general. So, that, that there isn't any trust in him to by the coach because ultimately, if it's no football reasons, as in he's currently in form. Doesn't would that suggest that the the coach doesn't trust him
0: to be in the no, team? No, I think it's the
4: up- I think it's the opposite of where he's maybe not comfortable around the team or the dynamics aren't, let's say, uh, conducive to him playing well or feeling comfortable. It must be. It can't be football. And yeah, actually, tabs exactly what you said. I've heard that, like, um, his dad's wants to protect him to be playing football basically into his 30s. And I think we've all spoken about previously of where when young kids break through at the age he has, at 17, 18, they so normally awesome. fade away come 30. But I think that's another bad excuse because Foden, he's, been play- he's played in a lot of football. There's, there's so many star boys around who are playing a lot of football. And Greenwood is a star boy of where... Let the boy play, man. So yeah. I, don't,
2: okay. I can't lie to it. I don't get it. What the whole personality thing? Are you saying that he's shy, or are you
5: saying that he doesn't?
2: Basically,
4: get, like, basically, he, he basically, suck? basically.
5: So um, it's a grow up, there. he's a big man. What do you mean? <laughs> <not a big> <laughs> <baller>. <laughs> yeah, nah, it can't be that. You're can't be be that. that. You are not I don't think he's shy, man. Look at him there. on the pitch, man. Look at him on the on pitch. Not about shy. i, I, I well, my, about my about man
0: to shoot, Not about shy. conversation. Now we're talking about personality, not on the, not on the pitch. Yeah, more I've
4: had a
1: conversation. yeah, because it's kind of, like, when you go to an international game, obviously, Calvin, you're probably the only one that experienced this. You're, you're kind of like in a bubble with your group in it. So maybe like on the pitch, yeah, he does his thing. But then when it comes to like after training, chilling with the guys, maybe he's you know.
0: A good example is that in the summer, yeah, uh, and I'm not just saying this because it's Saka, but they were saying like Saka is good for the camp. Like he gets on with everyone, that kind of thing. All those things contribute. A good example is also Connor Cody being in the squad, yeah? He's always in the squad, but it's, it's mostly because he's a voice. He's one of those Stri- characters. And just on top done? of that,
4: Strides, <coughs> remember um, with Laporte, how Deschamps didn't um, pick him? That was nothing to do with football. That was all about um, the team environment, off the field stuff, basically. Yeah. But with this, I don't know if it's from Greenwood's side that he's not comfortable or Southgate doesn't like him around the group, if that makes sense. Mm, I'm more yeah, thinking no. Greenwood doesn't feel comfortable, but it's it's all hearsay, man. So, we actually don't know.
1: So apart from Greenwood, who else has been hard done by?
3: Vicario, Smith Rowe, yeah.
1: Vicario, yeah.
3: Hundred percent, like definitely Smith Rowe. I think he's got a case. But from my personal point, Vicario, Tamori, like you look at the four centre backs that have been called up. Was it Cody? Stones, Maguire, Mings. Stones <laughs> hasn't played for City this season at all, really. Maguire, we can all say how shit he's been. Like He has just been calamitous. And then Mings has been dropped by Villa, who have lost five in a row. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then the he's playing for the lead leaguers in Italy, can't get a look in. It's bollocks. Even,
0: even, <laughs> what, even, what, even White should be that, like, you know. I'm not yeah. saying sure he should be starting, but he's been playing. That's that's the point.
3: That like, he's been playing. I completely agree with that. And then, yeah, Smith Rowe, I think him and Conor Gallagher have only not got in because Southgate's got his favourite spots where he's got those certain players like Sterling. We can't say Sterling deserves to get in, but Sterling... Well,
1: Sterling's a senior, man.
3: Yeah. it's a
2: senior. Yeah, he but, honestly, it's like, it's like Kane. Kane, is, Kane, oh, has been,
0: Kane has been dog, but he's a senior. No, no, no. no. But look because at that. man...
1: Um, I'm no, not Michael.
0: I'm not I'm not saying Mount shouldn't have gone this time, but obviously he's had injuries and all of that kind of stuff. So this is a, a opportunity for either Gallagher or Smith Rowe to have gone. But what's the point to
4: of- me? To me, there's no point of taking those players, especially but when Mount's played injured. a couple of games. He hasn't. He's he's played the last what's it three, four games if I'm not wrong, Jake, of where that's yeah. enough not to be dropped.
3: Well Matt, That's not enough to be yeah, that's not enough to be dropped. Mounds, Mounds had weird ones like he had like a tooth infection recently stuff yeah, like you know, that he was just ill ones, things
0: like
4: that yeah that's fine bro like Connor <laughs>
3: Gallagher and ESR fed. they've been in good form but that's
4: not enough to get you in the England squad at the minute man Yeah, He's got we, his did, we, did, we did months what? on months man what, yeah. what? That yeah, months is, months.
2: is isn't that um Sal Gates' um, cr- criteria to get into the English squad? You have to be I'm starting and playing well for your team. Nah, he, he picks, chooses. Chooses. Nah, he picks and chooses, he, he picks pick and chooses his mantra, bro. This is, this is the thing, he has the criteria that you have to be playing well, you have to be informed. We pick informed players, these bro, guys, yeah, are you informed. have to take
4: this guy at face value, man. You yeah, can't man. trust these pick guys, sort man. things, man. I, I think, I, I
2: think, just like
5: Kenna, go ahead, Calv. I was gonna say, like dropping Sancho out completely is gonna
1: kill his. But remember, I people. said this
0: few weeks back. People. Nah, but Cal. Of-
1: nah, but Tabs. I agree with you as well that pri- even prior to Sancho moving to United, I said Sancho's been stinking for England for a minute. So this this drop, this Sancho drop, is even a shock to me. It's a it's a good thing even.
0: This it's is a very thing good thing now, now he's not uh, playing
1: for yeah but in
5: terms of he's in not
1: terms not playing of playing for
2: player confidence country, terms.
1: bro are we are Emo, we Emo, to... Emo, Emo smith round that man are coming up man bro, are, we to have... Have,
2: are we gonna have a conversation about sancho because I, I kind of feel like the team doesn't play for him and that
1: that kind of Yo, taps, taps trying to tell you this that's that's another time to tell you that's another time and taps trying to tell you man as well but anyways man that's a that's a good that's taps a good segue man you um jay mace because um well, we'll get to the shits now. I will start with uh, United, man. Um, Absolutely bopped. <laughs> the United <laughs> reps have run away. Jake, let me start <laughs> with you, my guy. Uh, oh obviously, Manchester derby, you'd think, you know, they'll be up for it. Only 2-0, though, but like the Liverpool game, United look miles and miles of it. Um. Obviously, I prepared this whole segment for them, man, but they didn't come on. But that man said in the summer that the gap with Liverpool has at least been closed. Obviously, hindsight is a fantastic thing because Liverpool lost today, but whatever. That's what they said, that the gap with Liverpool has been closed and that, be, that, they, that they will be able to mount a title challenge or at least be thereabouts come May.
3: Ugh. Jake, uh, yeah, Do you I, still I, believe
1: that was gone wrong because you co-signed it as well. I, I remember yeah, looking yeah. at the cover; I saw your name. I was like, I'm not gonna
3: at you to Toby. You get me? You're just, like, I'll oh, you. I, I, well, I'll admit I, it. I, I fell I, for it. I fell <laughs> for it. I'm not. I'm gonna hold my hands up there. I was blinded by the lights. I can <laughs> only apologize. It was, it was wrong of me. No, I mean, you know, we're horrible. Like, there's just two stats to just prove how shit they were yesterday. They had more shots on target on their own goal than they did City's. Like, that's appalling, first of all. Ferdinand tweeted that as well. Yeah, and then four touches in the City box. Wow, like, was, I didn't know that one. It was pathetic watching them. Like, Liverpool were just ruthless, but and it was disgusting what they did to them. But with City, like, yeah. Liverpool didn't get out of second gear, right? I don't think City got out of first. Like they were just able to cruise along, and it was. This is the problem I really have with United because when they first got twatted by Liverpool, I was sat there going, "Hire Conte," and you're hearing doubts like, "Oh, we don't want him." It's like, why your coach is obviously not good enough. That like, you need to take these steps. Like their five at the back was the most pitiful thing I've ever seen in my life. Jake, <laughs> Jake. sorry. No, go for it, man. Like I'm, I'm I, I,
0: I agree with you in terms of obviously Ole's, um, <laughs> in terms of um, what's it called Ole's experience and whatnot. But this is this is ultimately the players, man. Like if you watch that goal for Luke Shaw, like what is he doing? Not he's not even watching. Or you know, sometimes if you don't know what's behind you, you just get rid of the ball. Luke Shaw is casual about it. Yeah. That what can Ole do about that? Like do, an like that. Do you, know, like do you that? know
4: what I like? You know why I'll I'll rebuttal that. I'm I, I watched the the Roy Keane versus um Micah and yeah. I completely got Micah because at fullback I play that like that's my position right. Wambsaka was in between of pressing Cancelo or dropping because there was no fullback tack like on Cancelo if that makes sense and there was yeah, kind yeah. of space behind him. So in reality, Wambsaka couldn't go and press Cancelo. So that made it tough. And that's on Ollie for me of where yes, you play five at the back, whatever five, five, three, two he played, but then you sacrifice giving Cancelo and Walker the fee, the the, the ownership of Old Trafford. And Cancelo right he
0: tried
4: now to is rectifying the second half. It, but it was too late. But Cancelo is probably arguably now the what top three best player in the league, and you're giving him the freedom of Old Trafford. So on, on that side, it has to be on the manager, man.
3: It has Whoa. to be. It's the real fact that, like, obviously coming from a Chelsea fan, I know a thing or two about changing your manager. But you can't change a squad as easily as you can change a manager. And the bump you can get from getting a top-level manager with this... Because this squad has obviously got talent. Let's be completely fair. Like, Luke Shaw last year had a great year. Harry Maguire is not worth 80 million, but he is a very good centre-back when he's actually playing well. At the minute, he is completely awful. Like... There was so much talent in this squad, and right now they're just playing so beneath themselves. Like, I hate McTominay right now. I think he is such a scared player. Like, you've always been, man. Trust me, he's always been like this. It's like, oh, like I I get annoyed at ranting about United at the minute because they are. It's just pathetic watching. I mean,
1: yeah, on paper, on paper, obviously, like squad-wise, they have like probably the third or second best squad in the league. Fair enough, but like even that, like that's that's all on paper, in it. But like in terms of application, I would even put them in the top five squads in the league. But,
4: but but you know what's funny? I, I compared the stats of like this season when they played, like yesterday when they played City versus last season when they played them. They beat City and they drew them, and there were similar stats in in most categories between the win and the draw. Mm. But this season. Like they couldn't get the ball into the final third of where last season, I think they played um, Rashford and James out wide of where they had outlets and they had players to pin in their fullbacks. And this season, that 5 2 to me, it's a cop out the way Ole plays the 5 2 It's a, let's, because I don't trust my defenders, let me chuck in another centre-back to protect them, mm-hmm. but this extra centre-back they brought in. He's basically not contributing, which means you've lost an They're attacker an attack, to press yeah. them. Yeah, no, they've lost a, yeah, they've lost an attacker to have a an, an outlet, but they've also lost an attacker to stop their defenders playing. So it's a it's a halfway house which you're doing nothing. Like the five three two adds nothing in my opinion. So I don't know center. how they go forward. I have I no said, idea.
0: I said this I think a few weeks back, I can't remember when, but I personally think the problem is They do not have like a strong CDM, right? And with that I think all United
4: fans will agree. I think all United fans
0: will agree. But then the option the other options is either Pogba or Van der Beek, and they still cannot do that job defensively. So always now they would rather you know put five at the back and then have Bruno, Ronaldo and whoever up top, just or Cavani, whoever it may be, just covering that and have those two playing. In McSauce and um what's his name? And Fred. Fred. Rather the
2: than Tabs. yeah, sorry, go on. Tabs, I'll I'll put this question to you and to the to the pod as well. Do you reckon, or do you, in your opinions, do you guys feel that United has gone through like the, the growing pain stage? Because I don't I feel what they did is they thought, screw this pain, let's just buy our way or buy our way to the top. Because I oh, feel in my opinion, I felt like this is my. This has always been my issue with the whole Ronaldo situation. Yes, great signing, great player. I feel like you were trying to get your way to to trophies by doing that. You should have taken a step back and figured out. Okay, what's the plan? We're buying Sancho. He's going. He's going to be our more or less the star boy. The, the franchise. We have other franchise. What can we do around It's Build systematically. I felt. And if they did that. I feel United would be in a better place right now than where they are. They're, like Kenna has said, in a halfway house. They don't know what they want to do. And I felt like. This is what
0: I said three weeks ago. And remember, I was told I'm a bike. This was the (laughs) point I was just making about Manchester United. But But people didn't understand what I was saying that in the long run, in the long run, that move is going to ruin it for the current players. And everyone's like, no, it's good for competition, it's good for this, it's good for that. Now, look, we're talking about Sancho being dropped for England. He's not playing for the club. What is going to happen in a year's time? No, everyone's going to look at him and say, oh, this guy's crap. Sam. This, period. Let's, let's talk
1: about the manager real quick. Because obviously, um, last week, um in the game against Spurs, he somewhat resurrected his career. Not resurrected, but I mean, like, he saved his job on that yeah, day, on day and night. He bought
4: another week. He bought it?
1: another week. Um Done a masterclass, which meant Nuno was sacked. Conte was um, appointed by Spurs. So that means, you know, he gets a he gets a couple more weeks. Yeah. But what manager out there realistically available could bring this United back, if anyone? That,
0: that's the thing now, that obviously the one that they thought they could have got was Conte, right? And I don't know, man. I, I mean, I was speaking to other United fans and I said to Zidane and they all laughed him off.
3: They all they laughed think- him off. Yeah, they laughed him off I do not get that Like, they've got La- two choices If they want to succeed this season Get Zidane Zidane will manage those egos And he'll get something for them and- mm. Plus it's
1: Zidane in it So they'll
3: play yeah. for him but, so if-
0: but is Zidane the only one available By the way Like, if, if you've got, Listen, if you,
3: like, if got you're, names If you're United Anyone Well, not anyone But a lot of managers You can make them available Like, you can <laughs> throw a packet at anyone So, <laughs> it's just a case of how I, I, I even Would they, would they today- even consider Moisey? Oh no. imagine. <laughs> that would be funny. I, would be I, funny.
4: I, I, I seen an article today saying um, they're in talks with Rodgers so I don't know yeah, how that legit too. that is, but if that's I, the thing. I you think they back. need a coach. I think they
3: need a, a coach, a yeah. proper coach that, that knows Bowman, a strategist. I think they also they need more in the background because you've got a director of football who's doing that job for the first time. You've got a technical director who's doing that for the first time. You've got Ole who's managing his first big club. It's just the blind leading the blind at the yeah. minute, and you've got a lot of people. I bet just umming and ahhing and not. It's like Shalom. I completely agree with your point. Where like let's consider the transfer window. Sancho, Varane, and Ronaldo all in their own right are good signings. Mm-hmm. Together, though. There's no COVID. I think it's still f- it's but still I fine. The it's thing fine. is, It, it could it's work fine with a good manager. With a good manager, that's a good window. <laughs> it could work, man.
1: It's and and, and that's window. the thing, Jake. And that's the thing, Jake. You all thought it would it would have worked, right? Yeah. Exactly. So hindsight is funny right now because you're saying that individual is good but in the summer everyone was saying yeah there's a great they're June. gonna be top of the league they're gonna do Yo, this United know
2: you an ultimate team boy but you have to one remember one you have to remember you have to remember
0: the manager is at the helm bro and you have to remember no, no, no. go on uh, i was gonna say i feel like one of the reasons they felt like it here yeah, was mainly because of varad Right, Varane coming
1: in, they thought, oh, that gap that is going to be no that, man. That was they they oh, felt, no, no, no. they it felt, like, felt they it felt, it was like they felt Let me tell you what. Let, let me tell you what they felt like that. They felt like that because of last season with what they had, and they finished. They were basically the best of the rest on paper, yeah. and now they've added three world class players. Obviously, this guy was the lip. They were, they were on Dude, peak mountains, please. bro. Dude, you of course, they're going to they feel signed, like
4: that. Remember when they signed Ronaldo? And I think one of the first questions I asked is. How how is the cohesion gonna work? How are they gonna press? And that certain bandit said, Lol, the guy's talking about cohesion when you sign the goal. Fair dues. He's got oh, what is it? Is it, is it nine, me. nine goals in 12 games? Fair dues. That's like individually, that's fantastic. But as a team, United look worse than last season as a team. Look worse. Uh,
1: let me let me pose this question for you, Kenna. Because obviously um in the Champions League versus Atlanta, he came up good again. Um, build them out. Um, save their skin, um, much-needed points, which obviously means that, you know, um, round of 16 qualification is in their hands. Um, much like Charles' comments about Thiago last season when he said that the way Thiago plays impacts Liverpool negatively on the pitch and he ma- he makes us look, look worse. This was based on last season, of course. Um, although um, Ronaldo comes up good, you know, against um, against various teams this season for United, can the same be said?
4: So to me, 100%, because if you look at it, the the last, was it 10 games of the season when we went on a run and won, was it eight out of 10 games to qualify for the Champions League? Thiago started all of them. He was excellent in basically all of them. And then I was told that it didn't matter because it was against smaller sides and sides who weren't playing for anything. That's what I got told. Mm. And this season, United have played teams beneath them or level um, with their level. That's when Ronaldo scored. Liverpool blank City blank. Let's see their next big ones, man. But to me, to as give, a Ronaldo, team, they look to give worse. Ronaldo
1: credit, yeah. To give Ronaldo credit, yeah, in both those games, yeah, he was the he's been only anonymous one. Anonymous
4: that... and scored. No, no, but I don't think he's nah, been that... anonymous. I don't think he's, been, an... he's, don't think mo- he's been anonymous
1: moments. like moments. like yeah he scored in moments, but he's that, but he's but that's but he's, but that's but he's also been the only one that that's looked like trying no, kind of thing
4: with wow. a bit of
0: quality no
4: he's had the most quality I agree okay quality no no quality I agree but in the same breath it's in moments of where he's taken them and but he was also part of the issue of not playing well if that makes sense he fixes it so as as part of a whole group their level as a team is worse however when push comes to shove he's the one who's going to put his hand up and try and fix it so how
1: would you rate Ronaldo's season so far
4: as an individual as an individual he's, he's been their best player He's been the best player, um, like 110 percent. As eight. a team, um, 7.58. Yeah, he's been mm. the best player, hands down. But I as a team, United have regressed. United have regressed as a team. They're worse off. So when United yeah. finish, let's say fourth or fifth, uh, what what were you we gonna say? They they like like you said, they signed three world class players in their own right, and then finished fourth.
1: Let's see, man. May May's, May is May's way 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 off, but let's see. Um, let's, 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 let's leave, let's leave United for now and let's go to Chelsea. Um, obviously on paper, you had an easy run of a couple of games before the international break came, came and obviously Burnley was the last game before the international break game ended in a one all draw still without Werner and Kaku. Um, were these boys missed yesterday or were yep. Burnley good value?
3: Yeah, no, Burnley were not good value. Like <laughs> they... They had two shots on target. One was the goal, and the other one was a twenty-five-yard bicycle that went higher than it did longer. Like it, they did nothing the whole game, but ultimately we switched off for one moment. They had one moment of decent quality, and it's one all. Whereas attacking wise, Ross Barkley, the man I truly hate, had a decent <laughs> game, but he sc- like, he got a chance on the penalty spot, and yeah, I saw left. that. Oh it. my god, that was awful.
1: You don't like, want he- a Z- egg there with his left.
3: Yeah,
0: but also, just, but also like, um, also, I remember when we were speaking about White Hudson and I said he wasn't ready, and people sort of laughed yesterday. He had like four chances or so, and they all went like either white or you know, what I mean, it's just the decision making of Hudson as well. It was a bit, I thought, good. I thought, Joe had a
3: good game, like, no, game. he did, he did.
0: I'm saying, oh. fin- I'm saying finishing wise. Finishing wise, he could have killed the game for Chelsea quite a, quite a while. I, I
3: think there were bigger culprits than Hudson. To be honest. I think Havertz. Even though he scored a nice header, he had what he had one that he managed to put over. You got the Barkley opportunity. You got Christensen. who managed to head wide from about six yards out. Like I, I don't blame Hudson. I don't. I get where you're coming from. Could he have done better? With I don't think I think four chances again is a bit much. But just overall, it was just that lack of cutting edge. Like we were in control the whole game. We were dominant, really. I, it was just... It, it's a hard one to... I, I'm still a bit shell-shocked by it. Like I still don't actually believe it happened, which is quite... But yeah.
4: I, I watched i watched the highlights and I couldn't believe Chelsea drew. I genuinely couldn't believe it yeah. over chance after
3: chance yeah. after chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they got
2: sucker-punched. You guys the, just got sucker-punched. That,
3: that's where you, your original question, if we have, not necessarily Werner, but if we have Lukaku in that game, we win that game 3-0 like he would he would put them away like what,
2: what a ball from Rhys James though that's oh, oh,
3: that was a world Rhys James
1: man. take a bow son that, that he's he's knocking ball. on Trent's door i see him i see him
3: that, that Shalom.
1: let me yeah. stay with you man because um Hakim Ziyech was benched the whole game yesterday we yeah. had a good game against Marmor midweek um obviously Burnley started for uh, Burnley sorry Ross Barkley started against Burnley um, the latter receiving an enormous amount of criticism so far from Chelsea fans. Mm. Do you think... <laughs> a lot? I, I mean, I know a lot of Chelsea fans and they share the same views as you about Ross Barkley. It's mad. Um, do you think, Shalom, that Ross Barkley is a Chelsea player? And has he reached the heights that, say, three, four years ago we thought he would?
2: Um, no to your latter um, due to injuries, etc. Um, is Ross Barkley a Chelsea player? Yes, he is. I mean, contractually, he is. Um, I mean, you know, you know I mean, what I mean. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm being facetious. Um, yeah. Um, people forget this. Villa are also missing Barkley as well, as much as missing Jack Grealish. So he's a he's a very good player, but clearly he's
0: transitioned. Well,
1: uh, but you say Villa's level not like a top, his level. a team challenging <laughs> for the title. But it's Villa Villa were challenging, not for the title, but
2: they were challenging. And I, I don't know with, with Barkley, I think you guys, I think Jake, you should, you should just give him some time to just see, because it's, it's, I can't call it. Jake, what tell me,
1: you... tell me, what is it about Chelsea fans or Ross Barkley? What, what is it exactly?
3: It's just because the fact game. that he was so hyped and he came and he's done fucking nothing. Like you watch it. No, but you watch him play for a full game. He can't release the ball quickly enough he will take two or three touches, dribble into no man's land and then go, oh, do you know what? I reckon I should pass it now. And it's just like, it's, he does not keep that ball moving. Mm. And he just reckons he has more quality than he actually does. Like, it just, oh, I get so Ross, fucking Ross Barkley
0: was basically Jack Rocher as well, because they were in that same era of players where we thought, yeah, this is the future of England. And even when he left from Everton to Chelsea, can you lot really tell me a season where you're like, you know what, this year...
1: But like Shalom said, he's, he's had to fight injuries as well.
0: No, I get that, but that's what I'm saying, that for, for him to be bought at Chelsea, I thought maybe Chelsea were just adding numbers to their squad, you know, mm. an English player, that kind of thing. But I, I didn't think he was ever coming to be a, a main player. I don't know.
1: I could be wrong. He doesn't that, look like a Chelsea player for me, man. I don't know. He doesn't fit. He doesn't fit. In the he's team, not. the kit, nothing.
3: He's, he's too, He like I say, he looks after himself a lot. He's not yeah. willing like to create for others unless he's taken a couple of dribbles first and then yeah. seen if he can take the shot. So yeah, like he can be sold. He's He is a non-factor. Once we get everyone fit, like Pulisic is now back. Lukaku should be back after the international break. Hopefully mount the same. Like, he's just going to be relegated back to the bench and I don't have to see him again. And <laughs> well, going to be a lot better for it.
1: Quick 25, yeah? 25 to 30 mil from him.
3: If we, I mean, honestly, if we got 15 for him and got what we sold, bought him for originally, I'll be fine with that. Like, Wait, wait, almost, you
1: copped him for 15?
3: Yeah, we were going to pay 30 and then Everton wouldn't let him go. So we sulked until January, then we bought him for 15. Oh, yeah. Mad. But yeah. All
1: right, let me stay with you still, Jake. So if you want to look at this mini top three year of like, obviously the bookies favourites who so challenge for the league, City, Liverpool and yourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, from both teams you collected a total point so far one point so I think you lost to City and you drew against us yep. Um, obviously like factually you're currently sitting comfortable top of the table not comfortable but by a few points top of the table Um, but where do you see yourself in regards to City and Liverpool like Chelsea where do you see yourself do you see yourself as like being as good as them or you have to do different things to get
3: Um, I think Provided we're still, we have everyone fit, like on, let's say, on a neutral field. I think we've got the ability to play with you guys without a shadow of a doubt. Like you consider the Liverpool Chelsea game, like that first half, we could have easily been two or three nil up. I think, like we just didn't execute. Not saying Liverpool bad because you obviously had your own chances as well, but the only and especially that second half defending, like we kept you guys out attacking the cop, a man down, and you, we didn't concede a chance to you. Yeah. So I think out of all the teams, I think attacking wise, you guys are a lot more, you you go for it a lot more and you create those bigger results. Whereas we have a lot more control over games, I think. Like that extends by our defensive record. We've conceded four goals. You got Liverpool are already in double digits.
1: Bro, it's mad. So mad. So,
3: exa- like, I think we definitely have enough to compete without a shadow of a doubt. Like, yeah. like we just, we know how to get out results. That's as simple as that. Like we are ruthlessly efficient at the minute. Obviously, Burnley, we weren't. And there are reasons for that, Ross Barkley. But we yeah. want to get everyone back. Like, like I say, once Lukaku, those games don't happen anymore with Lukaku in there. Or they shouldn't do, because he is the one to run over those opposition.
1: All right, man. Let's see, man. Chelsea do look good. Let's go to your um neighbours there. Not neighbours, but your city, your city, your city mates, Arsenal. So tabs, so far so good for the Arsenal, and uh, I'm not gonna lie. Obviously, earlier this season, I was trying to make fun of Arsenal with your three Ls back to back to back. But since then, you haven't lost a game. Keep churning out results. I missed the game versus Watford, but small margins. It was just one nil, no, I think. But how was the game overall?
0: Um, I think um, out of the games that you've watched recently, it was obviously like the one where we didn't look um, like we didn't look as ruthless i will say we were unlucky, obviously, with a few chances. We obviously missed a penalty with Aubameyang and there was an offside incident with Saka. Um, but overall we were still in control, man, and um, that, that's what you've got to do sometimes in the Premier League, is um, when there's an awkward game like Watford where, you know, they're up for it, um, you just kind of have to grind it out and get the result. And that's what we've, we, we did today. Um, so I was very happy about that uh, performance because Obviously, like I said already, I'm looking to the future. Uh, our next game, Liverpool. So, uh, you, said, you said you'll take a draw. Yeah, man. <laughs> if we just look historically at Anfield, em- the last like five games, it's just there's no point. If you gave me the draw right now, I'll bite your hand off.
2: <laughs> yo, you yo, before we move on, um, just for my obviously, it's the barbar. So, let's get the knowledge there. Um, can someone explain to me how Saka was upside? Because I thought.
0: What foot's player was in front of Saka? So, how was yeah, Saka but in the eventually? Of... Usually, the, okay, but there has to be basically two men behind the ball for it not to be offside. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so usually... usually, the keeper is that second man. However, yeah. this time, Foster was ahead and was head of Saka. Yeah, that player. So, there, there needed to be another, uh, like, let's say, a fullback or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got it. Yeah, Got so, it. there always needs to be two men. So that's why. But I actually didn't know that as well until today because it very rarely happens if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. buzz with the knowledge Anna. Thank you for the explanation brother.
0: Yeah. Um but yeah man Andy, so far you know um just want to give a shout out to the boys man. Mm-hmm. Um and I think it goes back to that point of... It's it's weird because we all rubbish our sign-ins at the start of the season. ESR. What collect- collectively ESO. These guys are looking like what the what the club actually needed, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, now so that I, everyone's the, back here, you're seeing you're seeing the vision. Yeah, no, I'm, I am seeing the vision. That's the thing. I am seeing the vision. Like, okay, this is, and I, no doubt, am I thinking, ah, oh, we're gonna do this this year? But I'm like, okay, like in two, three years, what can this team do? If you know, there's a few more additions in certain positions. Like, how far can they actually take it? That's now where I'm looking at it, but. Yeah, every week, man, growing strength to strength. So give um, a shout um, out. Sorry, Tabs. Give a shout out to Nathan um, Nate, Nate Miles as well.
1: Played Oh
2: really. Miles played well today, man. Oh god. Yeah. He played well today.
0: Yeah, he, he really
1: played well. Arsenal boys with chess, yeah you now. Let, let me go to you. Let me go to you. So obviously, like um the the chess from Arsenal is warranted from your from your neighbours. Um, obviously after their first three games ended in the L, Arsenal have not lost since, like I said before. Um, they're two points behind Liverpool who are fourth Arsenal fifth what do you expect them to do realistically this season remember they don't have Europe neither midweek Um, Arsenal's a
5: tough one to really speak about because I honestly believe they're in a bit of a false position at the moment like yeah they're doing well and to be two points off the top four which is obviously where their target should be is good but I don't think the performance level's been that great um and I think time over the season will tell and they won't be in and around it. I think top six, outside the top four, is what where they'll be, there or thereabouts. But mm. yeah, I'm not, really, I'm not really buying it, man. Mm. All
1: right.
0: <laughs> Let's see. So, um, can I just go back quickly to the point that you made, Andy, about the first three games? Yeah. Fair enough, we shouldn't have lost the opening game, right, Uh Brentford. However traditionally, let's look at it for what it is. City, Chelsea, we were never going to beat them. But everyone started getting on their high horse and all of that, including us as fans. As I
5: was going to say, you were all t- around. No, no, of course, you, you of were, course.
0: Do you know what I mean? That's so what I'm saying. With us as the thing and you lot behind our back, of course we're going to get frustrated. But now he's been allowed to play his team, everyone fit. You, that's why I said you can see where everyone's fitting in. It, it's just it's working out at the moment. Let's see. Ne- Liverpool's our next big test again since since playing like Chelsea and whoever. But mm-hmm. we've played Leicester. we played well against Leicester. Maybe they've not. So you want
1: to see like where you are now with your full, full, full team basically fit.
0: Fit and also like, you know, they're in good, they're in a good shape, like me- mentally. Yeah, mm-hmm. this will be a good test to see. And even if we do lose, it's the manner that we lose in that I'll, that counts for me.
4: Is this it? is what I was going to say. Even peak Arsenal for, for, I would say, even almost a decade, bro. At Anfield, you might have gotten next to nothing. Like, <laughs> literally next to nothing. So, yeah, I think it's the manner of how you play at Anfield. If you come, have a go and lose, I assume you'll be fine with it. But it's not to come there and be pammed the same way you did against Chelsea and City. Yeah.
1: All uh, right, Shalom. Emil um, Smith-Rowe, obviously the match winner today with his goal. Um, it's having a mad season so far. Um, I mean, youth young player of the year should be local for him this season or not? Nah?
2: ESR, ESR, ESR. I told you
1: guys, man. Jesus. <laughs>
0: you that, told uh, you,
2: I told you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he is a special player. Um and he he reminds me of a you know, in FIFA, you get regent. He reminds me of like like a a Perez Regen. That's what ESR reminds me of. Um, he's just there when you need. Clearly, he's still a work in progress. His his game would needs to develop. Obviously, he's a young player, but he is proving the doubters wrong. He's staying fit, which has always been his problem. Um, now he's staying fit. He's playing. He's scoring. He's you know assisting. He's doing everything you want from a number ten or from a player. So for sure getting the, an award would 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 mark his achievement so far. Well yeah I'm just I'm just I'm I'm a fan. I'm I'm really fans of players. ESR possibly because I ESR called is it I
1: making you jizz yeah
2: yeah yeah possibly <laughs> <laughs> because I called it for, for from time so you feel mm. a little bit of a feel vindicated you know? yeah yeah I feel vindicated I but you. he's just he's got everything you like you want from a from a player and i just can't wait to see how how well he goes where his ceiling is it's gonna be amazing uh,
0: interesting that you brought up ceiling me and mitch were talking the other day and mitch is sort of on the side of emil smith who has got a higher ceiling than saka what's your thoughts on that statement
1: Ooh, good question
0: like yeah that's what that's nah what nah nah no, um,
4: nah, nah. I think
1: it's just a fair. I think it's a fair. It's a fair argument, man. To have. I, 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 I think that, don't
4: think it is. I, think I don't that, think it's even close. To be honest, go on, Ken. I want to hear this. Honestly, just because look at the the skill sets they have, and I always look at it in this way: some skill sets have more value than others, if we all agree. And Saka has pace, can play any position in midfield, can play probably both fullback position, take set pieces. Has a great strike, is left footed. So it. that makes him unique. Like one him minute. Right. That, that makes him unique already straight away. And Emil Smith Rowe, I don't know what he is. Is he a 10? Is he a left winger? Wh- whichever way you look at it. Would you even say he has the ceiling to reach mount level? At the minute, I don't Bro, think so. At the minute. No, no, no. I've seen it one tap where I they're saying I've
0: seen like, it one tap. I can not like he's not.
2: Ken, he's, Ken, I, I disagree. Home. I disagree because you've some you've explained Saka's, you know, unique position without giving us ESL's unique position. So how are you making it? Posi- comp- what's his unique
4: position? What's his unique position? Because so I see c- him as a as a level below. He's almost like not even Jack Grealish level. He's, of, he's also quick think, as
0: well on the board. He's not quick. quick. He's, he's not quick. He's quick. He's
5: not quick.
2: He's It's not. It's not uniquely
5: quick. he's people
2: not, like, say, he's people not say quick. He's, he's, he's deceivingly not. quick. And when someone says you're deceivingly quick, you're
0: quick, that means you. That
4: doesn't mean you're
0: quick, bro. That that means you're just.
4: You're quick. You're quicker than you're quicker than I thought.
1: Yeah, but that's not a compliment.
4: That's I never great. always think of it as a compliment, but a compliment. I, I see the gas. I, I get the gas. He's actually in really good form. I've got him in my FPL, so I'm not complaining, but I think it's way too early to compare him to Saka. Like, also, it's way, way Kens, too early.
2: Ken, the other thing which you have to put into ESL's quality is that he's very good at link-up play and also very good, very good at arriving at the box when you need him. And I feel most England players currently, the midfielders, barring, what, Madison? I don't think they have it.
4: Jake, I'll mount, ask you this. If, Jake, sure if you're there, if, yeah. if you compare him to Mount, I think their the class is difference, especially at the minute. ESR marinate, but that's his, almost his ceiling for me, Mount. And if you compare Mount and Saka, they're mates at the minute. So th- that's how I look at it. And Saka still has another couple of gears, a hundred percent. I don't know if, if ESR can even reach mount level yet. But
0: this was the conversation, just the ceiling. We're not we're not comparing them or anything like that. It's just like right now,
4: does someone have a, a great th- That's team? what I'm trying to say. Are, are you convinced ESR can even reach mount ceiling? I don't know. While <laughs> Saka, while Saka is at mount level now and he can continue kicking on. That's how also, I look Klottis, at it so
2: clock this. This is ESR's first proper season.
4: And I agree. I totally agree. And so that's why I'm saying Mount, he, has to, to played, Except, well, he has to get to Mount first. He has to get to
1: Mount level. No, nah, but, nah, but Shalom, what he's saying is that he doesn't even think he will exceed what Mount is now. Because we're talking about ceilings, right? That's, yes. that's basically what Ken is saying.
2: Yeah. And, I, and I hear, to Ken's point, what my, also, my counterpoint is look at the time which Mount has had to develop to where it is right now. So compared do you think to, he can
4: surpass Mount then? what mount okay. is now mount mount can continue kicking on it as well so do you yes. think he can match and kick on from where mount is today
2: i mean currently i with, with the form i can see i would be remiss to say he he he, he i would say no because yes he will i think he he has i think to he kick will the, or won't i think he will i think he will and just to, to be nominated saying, for
4: ballon
0: d'or this that's is the what level. I that's the level saying. by the way
2: oh no because you you're you're, you're your response, your question is a trick question because you have to compare Chelsea's team as well. So, and when you put in a, a great player, a very good player like Mount, he compliments that. Obviously, his actions last year puts him in the running from Ballon d'Or. It's, it's a very it's a trick question. So, the, the, my point, which, why why I think everyone should look at is, mount has more games more games yep. than um esr if you yep. can give esr that time to sell okay now you've had the same similar games obviously we know mount will have more because you based on the numbers and if he plays wait can we
1: judge now but shalom you're going somewhere else with this because you because we're, we're, we're talking about ceiling so we're talking about what you've seen from esr right now and, yes that's that's you my think answer, he yes can, Yes, okay, so then, yeah, that yes. should, that's what it should but be. I'm saying, and then also based on how if, many... if you
2: give him more time, then he will prove my point. That's what I'm trying to explain. Which mount has been given more
1: time? Fair enough, man. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I personally think ESR has a high ceiling, man. Personally, I think, I think it's a very fair question, but
4: higher than Saka.
1: Not, I no, I don't know, I don't know if it's higher than Saka, definitely not, because I, I, I think Saka's got a high ceiling as well, but. I think Mount, uh, Mount um, ESI, if he keeps going, man, sky's the limit for him, man, for sure. For sure. But let's go to the noisy neighbors then um, and their new managers, Spurs. Um, Antonio Conte, new Spurs manager, Calvin. Dub against Vitessa in the Conference League and a draw away to Everton in his first European and domestic games. I mean, has he stamped his authority yet on the team? Like, star-wise, stylistically, play-wise, has he... Are you, seeing, are you seeing a difference?
5: Uh, yeah, definitely already, straight away. Obviously, he's gone for the back three, um, which I thought he would do. Um, and we're, you know what? Like It will obviously take him time, but what I've noticed is we're moving the ball a lot quicker than we ever did under Nuno or Jose. Um, we've obviously still got a creativity problem, um, and that's just one of them things we haven't really got the personnel for it. But in terms of how high and wide Reggian and Emerson Royal got. Who I thought Emerson Royal was fantastic in the game against Vitesse. Um, I'm just happy with like how the players are looking. They look up for it. There's a bit more energy. There's a bite. Um, having him on the touchline as well for the passion. I think it's good, man. I'm liking what I've seen um,
1: so far. Calm. And um, let me, let me ask, let me give this to Jake actually because obviously you had Conte as a manager as well at Chelsea a couple of years ago. But, you know, because I'm I'm of the belief that no manager is saving this chel- uh, this um Spurs team unless bread is being thrown at the club. Like, do you think Conte is the man to change the tide? And will really he get back all that? Like, okay, let me put it this way: if he doesn't get back and he has to do it with these players, maybe a couple of additional players for like his con- like his contract contractual years, which is like two years or something. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think he can do it?
3: Yeah. I genuinely do. Like, that's how much I rate Conte. Like, he made Marcus Alonso one of the most impactful defenders in the league. He made David Luiz look like he could defend. Like, that's just an achievement of itself. Like, let's just take Striz's point right now. You've made Emerson Royale, who ever since he came into the league, has looked bad. Like, he hasn't looked capable, I think, so far. First game with Conte in the league, and he already looks like a good Premier League player. That's just a complete change, right there. You've got Regi on Regi on this year. you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I haven't had one iota from him yet. I haven't heard mm. anything good or bad. He's just been a non-factor this yeah, game. 100%. Comes, this game, he comes in and he starts off well. Yes, there is a problem with chance creation, and that first lineup that still is lacking a bit. But with that five at the back, you get that functional width of Regi on and Royale that's going to give that bit of extra space to Son and Mora and. Harry Kane dropping into those positions and creating even more space. Like that's a perfect role for him. If oh, he mate, well, wants to know what?
5: oh, he was terrible today though. <laughs> <laughs> well, on,
3: so poor. On paper, he will look good. Whether or not he goes into practice, yeah, that's fair yeah. enough. But out of all the coaches in the world, Conte is one of the very few that actually changes that, players, right? that can change it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I I can see that. Like it's one of those things that if he's not happy, he's gonna scream at you. Like, there was a article. Oh, well, no. Eden, I remember Eden Hazard saying this. Like, it was in a post match interview when Conte was around. He's like, We were 4 0 up and he's still screaming his head off. Like, he's not happy unless it's perfection. So, he will either make those prayers or he will break that squad. And that squad needs it. You need to either kick out the dead wood and he will find that deadwood very quickly. Like, we fought in Dombele's number days or number before. Imagine it now where he is going to be worked until he's throwing up. Like, yeah. I, I think,
5: you know what I think an issue we've got though, right, is, and I don't know, obviously you can speak about Chelsea, but when, well, when he was at Chelsea, I think a lot of players we've got don't necessarily fit his system. So you've got Lo Celso, Undumbele, Dele like, Obviously you guys played Matic and Kante, correct me if I'm wrong, right? Yeah. And Fabregas wasn't really getting a look in at the time. So I feel as though... If he wants to play <laughs> Skip and hoyberg then majority of our chances are gonna have to come from wide because we haven't got anyone in the midfield to create anything. Now Harry Kane playing the way he's playing isn't even given the option either. So that's my only concern. Like I think under Nuno we struggle to create. I just don't know how it's gonna change unless he unless he brings in a Lesel Soron and Dumbelli into the into the middle two.
3: I, I think he eventually does that because that inter he did play that 3 5 2 and he had Ericsson as that third centre mid. And I think he could easily... I can see that role for either Dombele, Ali, or La Celso. But they're going to have to earn it on the training ground. He's not going to pick them on reputation or what they've done before. If they don't earn it for him... Like, these next two weeks, like, let's see... Because you guys have got a really nice run coming up. Next two weeks now, he's got the international break. And he loses Kane and Son. But Ali's obviously not going with England. And Dombele hasn't been called up by France. The Celso probably has been called up, but then those two players get two weeks, right, can we get our fitness up? Can we prove ourselves and get ourselves in this team? If we can't, then it's just back to usual for them. But I think Conte will give them every opportunity to prove it. It's just whether or not they're going to actually take it.
4: Hey, I was having a conversation with um, Chelsea and Spurs fans, and they obviously love Conte, um, understandably. They're trying to say, of with this current squad, plus obviously a couple of players, They can get Spurs challenging for top four even as soon as next season. And I looked at it and they kept using the the reference of what you did with Chelsea because I think you finished eighth the season before he came in, right? And that's the barometer they're using. But I'm like, the season before eighth, you won the league. So your players were actually high-quality players. With this team, I think this is Conte's biggest job of where he's starting from seventh in reality And then he has to leap this West Ham side, of which are looking really good, compete with Arsenal, try and jump United before you even start thinking about competing with the top three players. Where do you see this Spurs side with Conte in, let's say, even next season? What should they be aiming for next season? Forget this season.
3: It is what it is. Next season they should be aiming for top four. Like they're, cl- they're a top six club. Like you should be aiming for top four. Now, that's, because this is the thing, when people say a couple of signings, I hate that because you can sign a couple of people and they can all be shit. Like it, signings are mad. What Conte will need to do is, because he w- like we all say this, he will demand better. Whether it's, your health like your health regimens and fitness regimens, whether it's your scouting, whether it's just on-field tactical work, he will demand better. He will demand perfection. So he will demand certain players to fit this better system. You look at Spurs right now and Lloris is performing really well, I think, this season. So he's doing fine. Royale is obviously going to be around as is on. I think they do need at least one more centre-back. Like Ben Davis for, right now, for me, is just a square peg in a round hole at that left centre-back mark. Those two mids in Hoiberg and Skip, I don't actually mind. Like I, I rate Hoiberg quite a lot. Skip is a young developing player, but it is that other attacker around Son and Kane that they need to figure out, whether it is someone like a Dombele or it is a new signing. But, I mean, I rate Conte that much. I think he's genuinely such an um, brilliant coach. Yes, he might be short-term, but again, I, that's because people can't handle demanding more. Like, that inter-team, they wanted him to stick around. It's just the owners that weren't willing to invest. The Italian national team, people were crying over him leaving. And Conte even said if he hadn't already agreed to leave, he would have stuck around. Like, it's just one case of Chelsea where where we love sacking managers. It just is what it is. So, do I think Conte can challenge for top four with this Spurs team? Yeah, I do. But that's more Conte than it is Spurs.
1: I mean, Calvin, that 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 that's sounding a bit positive on your James end. He's gassing me right now, bro. man. I'm <laughs> I was right, just about bro. to say, because he was just quiet thinking, Okay. I'm a the Conte uh, you know, expert. I'm <laughs> skinning teeth nah, basically, Yeah, I'll be real
5: in it. I'll be real. Like we do need a massive overhaul. Yeah? But Conte has done bits everywhere he's been. So if he comes to Tottenham and we do not do it, then it can't be Conte. It can't be. It has to be Tottenham. Yeah.
1: Simple oh, so that. is this manager that's gonna make you think? Whether yeah. it's a
5: squad or <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna start looking at things differently because the last two managers I've blamed the manager. We know that there's different problems with Levy and Enik and things like that. But looking at it like straight up, just on the pitch, it can't be Conte. He's been great everywhere he's been. He's a world class manager. Yes, some of the players aren't good enough, but like Jake says, he can get the extra 5%, 10 15% out of each and every one of them, push them to their limits, um, create a style of play. I, I, yeah, I'm hopeful, man. I'm hopeful.
3: Oh. I'll, I'll say this just for that last point. I actually, like, I fear the appointment of Spurs with Conte more than I did. Well, less. Let me get this words out right. Obviously, United should have sacked Ole and got Conte in. Like That was a mistake. I've, like, I'm like. i glad he went to Spurs over United because Conte, with that United team, I don't care Facts. if they don't fit three at the back, that he would have made that work.
1: <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree, man. All right, let's um, try to stick it to the end. Um, but, Ken, let, let's go over to our boys, man. Um, <laughs> so, obviously, yeah in short, how do you explain today what happened at the London Stadium? Our unbeaten record of 25 wins on the bounce
4: ended there and then. A big sigh, man. It just, from the jump, we just started poorly. Um, we got outdone by two good set pieces. The first one, Alisson definitely should have done better. And as soon as it happened, I was like, yeah, that's that's not a foul. It was it was good play, but very very poor keeping. Um, yeah. Managed to get back into the game with an outstanding free kick, absolutely outstanding. You can put like three keepers in there, and they're getting nowhere near it. Um, then we got sucker punched with that with that um, counter attack of where I think I said straight away of Mane loses it quite cheaply, but then we weren't defensively set. We had two opportunities to to clear i think it was four nows yeah. yeah to i think it was ox or robo and, and fabinho
0: Matt,
4: Matt, Matt let that Na, no out. no 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 to me that let doesn't let matter which we, sh- we should have stopped it at source way earlier like 15 yards earlier of where fabinho should have took the yellow which he normally does week in week out of way takes someone out on the halfway line takes the yellow and allows everyone to get back that's what should in 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 reality happened so then he doesn't take him out. It carries on. We try and play a, an offside wrongly. I agree. But after that, it's almost too not too late. Then Alisson should have saved it. So it was saved mistake, it, after, mistake on, after mistake man. after mistake. There was three mistakes there. Fabinho on the halfway line, the two centre-backs, middle of the pitch, and then Alisson. So w- we don't deserve anything when you make three mistakes in one piece of play. Mm. Um, and then they get another corner of where... That's what happens sometimes when you... When you do zona marking, it, it is what it is. On another day, Allison saves it, and he doesn't again. Three-one. Uh, we managed to get back with a, a great Divic finish, and then we should have got a draw. Bro. What is it? Eighty-eighth minute. Another outstanding piece by Trent. Uh, I don't know why he went with his head. He went with his head. He should have scored anyway, but I would have gone with my with my foot. But. We didn't deserve anything in the end, man. West Ham were were good value, um, deserved all three, but we we're very poor defensively, very very poor.
1: So um, tabs and uh, I think Shalom as well. You guys um, were under the, um, the impression, not impression. You you guys were on, on under the opinion that uh, West Ham were tactically superior to us. Um, elaborate.
0: Um, from my part, it was just like from the offset. they obviously set out to come and like not let Liverpool play. So that was one of the one of the things they managed to execute early on and got the the, the early goal. Um, the seconds, obviously, on set pieces, that's their strengths, and they managed, as you rightfully said, to get into Allison's head. I think on three occasions, actually, one all they of them the Antonio, all
1: yeah, of I them. Think,
0: yeah, I think one of them they hit the crossbar, and two they scored. Um, so, yeah, but that's that's basically what I meant by they were tactically superior. They played on their strengths and it paid off. Obviously, what Kenna said was you lot got back in the game and then you let it slip. But I feel like they were also caught in two minds. They didn't think that it would happen as quick as it did. They what didn't. do you mean? So, like to score, I don't think they, I don't think anyone expected West Ham to score as early as they did. And when they did, they didn't know whether to sit or to continue the game plan of counter-attacking when you then... Um, but then that, but then you, that's what I argue. When you, when you then score uh, to make it 1-1, they then came, came, came at you
4: to play the game. Again, I think this is where we disagree of what you said they were tactically better. Then you change it to like strength or whatever. I don't think they were tactically better. They got the first goal, which off their strength, I agree. That's, I think West Ham scored the most goal from set pieces than us. So fair. But then after that, I think we were dominant we were re- we were actually uh, going forward. We were actually really good. We got behind their midfield. But that's what that's what Tap said
1: though, because obviously but, then they didn't know what to do because the game came earlier. They just sat. But and that's why allowed argue, us to play.
4: But that's what I mean. That's why I argued they weren't tactically better than us mm. because after that we played to our strength and we played really well and got ourselves back into the game. And then even the the goal we conceded, the second one, like I said, it was our mistake. I, I know it's a counter attack, which it's kind of what they want, but it was our our mistake, it wasn't a well-crafted counter-attack, um, etc. It was stoppable. It was so I think we were... we were.
2: It was, we it was a well-crafted yeah. counter-attack. Like, what, From what your mistake... No, no, but
4: it was, it was stoppable. Do you, know, do you know why I say well, well-crafted? well Of where you go... You put your hands up and you go... Like what we did to them last season. That's magnificent play. Yeah, that's magnificent yeah. play. It wasn't one of them. You could have stopped that. Like like I said, there was three, three separate points... Players who could have stopped that counter attack. I'm not putting my hand up and going, "Oh, that's magnificent counter attack." It, it was a good counter attack. That's it. And after that, I think, like I said, we we were quite good going forward. Defensively, poor in in the goals we conceded. They deserved the win. by I totally argue against the point. They were tactically better than us. They weren't.
2: I found it a bit interesting. that most, I'm not sure you guys are watching the game. Um, I found that most of the counter attack or most of the like second ball always dropped to four noughts, and then he started that counter attack. And I felt like it was it was becoming so much of a coincidence that it's more of like a strategy. So, hence why I thought there was something going on with how West Ham started and how they they plan to hit you on the counter. Every time, hit you on the counter, and I know you say that counter wasn't the greatest, but it worked. So
1: the go, goal, go, goal
2: yeah, the go, so, go, all of it. And usually, when when you make a mistake, you know Liverpool that you a, a team a team wouldn't hurt them because they know how to recover and play play out of trouble. But today, West Ham just had everything against you guys. They were just good in all fast facet of of the game. They were good. If you look to look at the third goal from Zuma, we can um, agree Zuma, to disagree, man. That's fine. The third goal from um, Zuma. See what Antonio was doing to the keeper. If you watch, he kept on pushing Antonio and to the cross. And then he put his weight on the keeper, made it hard for the keeper to cover the the the, the back post. Zuma comes in, heads in, go. They were just better at every facet when it came to like the engagement than Liverpool. And that's what makes West Ham a very scary team.
1: So yeah, so obviously saying that, Shalom, that, that that's what makes them a scary team. How serious should the top teams take them now? Because they're, they're staying third now. Last season they were looking, you know, good value for fourth, but then obviously in the end it didn't work. Um, but now, what w- what are we saying about West Ham?
2: Bro, they say numbers lie. You know, when men like <laughs> men like women like numbers don't lie. My bad. So the numbers of the tables at, at on the table is showing us that they're a team to be reckoned with.
1: And they are there, you know, like, like Stryza said with Arsenal, like a false position, but they are there on good value as in like they deserve to be third currently. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I take Carvin's point on the false position in Arsenal. So I'll, I'll take it, but West Ham, you can't say that. The mm. idea of, of merit. 100%, man. What is a false
1: position for Arsenal, by the way?
2: Why?
0: The,
2: the thing is, the reason why I take Calvin's point is because um, I think we're yet to see... Arsenal, like, we yet to see where where they are after all is said and done. Because although they, they're showing a very good form, it can, a a, a, a drop in from Liverpool can just find a skyrocket and down. So with West Ham it's different. That's why I, I take that false position argument by Carvin.
1: Mm. Kens. so obviously our next set of games um, for Liverpool, like going into our December period is looking extremely not difficult, but tricky. we got those tricky games again Um the end of November and December. Um, how do you think we will navigate the December period this time round? Because last time round, it was disastrous. And, it would, and those were easy games, not even tricky. So now, how do you think we will do?
4: I think we've got a decent run, to be honest. Um, the next six games, we've got Arsenal at home, Southampton at home, uh, Everton away, Wolves away, um, Aston Villa at home, Newcastle at home, I'm, so, not saying, I'm not saying I'm not saying easy
1: anymore, man. I'm saying tricky because last season was easy. Yeah,
4: there's <laughs> no excuses anymore. I think for, for us, tricky shouldn't be an excuse, especially if we if we're serious about winning the league, of where <sighs> we, we expect we five, five out of sure. six wins. I expect five out of six wins out of that, and no, no losses. So mm. Arsenal, we have to pack them in. We have to pack all our home games in, win those, and then we've got Everton away, Wolves away. Of where I think they're that calm win teams one, to go away one. to exactly yeah. so yeah. if we're serious Chelsea won't lose many games this season and I think we know that but they may not win a lot and City as well City will will win more a lot of games but may drop points here and there so we just have to keep up with them for as long as possible and come come let's say yeah, February, March they'll drop out man I, I just checked the table this time last season they were fifth and they were they were I think three four points off top place so it'll play out of so where they'll, they'll drop out. Left. So The problem is we're going to have to choose. Um, Europa between, or... Yeah, 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 yeah. It'll it drop do. out, man. Because their that, that squad, if you actually look at their squad, it's actually not that good again. Did they improve that much in comparison to last season and they're in the same position as so they are functional,
1: now? so man. They're so... Yeah, alternate. no, I agree.
4: Oh. I agree. But then, like you said, we're coming into now the busy period of where your squad comes into play. mm it's going to be tough for them, man. I still think it's going to be the... The sides with the best squads will finish in the top four, but it's just a case of the order of the top four in the end. All
1: right, say no more, man. Um, It's a bit late, so let's head to the bar. Who's got any shots today?
4: Yeah, man.
0: Um, Just got a shot for the Arsenal. Obviously, a great two months. Hopefully, they can uh, replicate these performances in the next... um, you know,
1: coming month and um, yeah, man, just uh, on kicking
5: onwards again. So yeah, I'm really happy about that. Good last boys. Strizza. Yeah, man, Antonio Conte and um, it's a, it a double shot. One for Conte, one for Paratici. Um, Paratici for getting Conte to persuade him to come through, and Conte for putting pen to paper. Let's just hope that they can turn around my club's fortunes because the last 18 months have been painful, man. So onwards and upwards, up the spurs. Up the spurs.
1: Kent?
4: Yo, I'm going to line up some shots. Drew, pull up. Tabo, pull up. Bro, November 29th, i catch you all you, man, at the Ballon ceremony. We're drinking, hey. boys. We're drinking.
0: You know them boys don't want to see us, boy. They don't
4: want to <laughs> see us. <laughs> I'm taking that shot. All right,
1: man um that was it for today episode 88 next week obviously it's um international week but we'll still be there my name is andrew aka rapping drew we are the vbp boys and we out peace, peace.
3: hey hi.